On this week's episode of The Fizz, we talk about all the things that should be illegal in this great country before getting into the Red Hot Red Wings. After that, we talk about Jim Leland going to the Hall of Fame. Then we talk about how mad we are at MSU basketball. After that, we get into a fantastic snack time where we have two snacks from overseas, different countries. We will get into that. It is very exciting. You won't want to miss it. After we do snack time, we preview the Lions. We talk about them and the NFL for week 14. But before we get into all of that, I have to tell you about our fantastic sponsor, which is Michigan Made Vosa. You guys know about them because I've been talking about them. They are a fantastic product that sponsors the Fizz, sponsors Champagne Athletics, and they're made right here in Michigan. They have two products. They have a vodka water, which comes in four flavors, which is raspberry lime, pineapple, peach, and lemon. These have no carbonation. They are 5% alcohol by volume, a very smooth beverage. If you're looking to kick it up a notch with a little bit of carbonation and a little more flavor, a little more sweetness, they have a Highline Vodka Cocktail, which is 7% alcohol by volume and comes in peach, lemon, cherry, and pineapple. Next time you are out shopping at the grocery store, make sure you grab a case of these and give them a try. They're Michigan made, they support us, and they are a fantastic drink that is co-owned by Kate Upton. Vosa, enjoy the finer things. But now, let's get into the fizz. Hello and welcome to episode 131 of the fizz thank you all for being here it is wednesday december 6th we are at hq i am with the main men ice cold brew lou how we doing lou doing good baby ready to rock out this wednesday show uh got a nice little sheet in front of us here yeah thank you to the other main man that i'm with here channy football channy put this one together for us as he most often does how we doing chan we're doing great we're doing great yeah I'm doing great as well. Thanks for asking both of you. It's been a good week. Detroit Red Wings are on fire. Lions, we'll get into them, but they're winning as well. But we got some other things that we're going to open with before we get into sports. Let's kick it over to football. You told me to tell you to shut up, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. I did. And then okay. you kind of went quiet when I handed it to you, and so I had to like lead you into it. Well, that's why oh, I didn't we're doing ask you good. how you've been. So, uh, I, you know, I was getting ready for that, getting in the right mental state. A couple quick hits to start off the show here today, boys. We all know him. The Puerto Rican prince, the king of reggaeton, Daddy Yankee, is officially retiring. And guys, you know why he's retiring? Why's that? He's devoting his life to Christianity. So after big hits of Rompe and Gasolina, Daddy Yankee at age 46 is retiring and he's closing out his tour right now. Final shows in his career. I know we hear that a lot about artists, but Daddy Yankee, all-time classic a Mexican. When you go to Mexico, I know he's not Mexican, but when you go to Mexico, I mean, it's an absolute staple. You hear him in every corner of the pool bar, every corner of the club. Daddy Yankee retiring. Tragic news here. Uh, I got to ask those nicknames that you just fired off. Yes. Did you know those? Or um, did you look those up? I didn't know the Puerto Rican prince. I knew the king of reggaeton. Yes, I did look that up. Today. That's incredible. So yeah. I think the only Daddy Yankee song, I think there was two I knew. It yep. was Rompe. Yep. The only reason I knew that song is because there was a G Unit remix yeah. with like Lloyd Banks that I thought was 
flames. Yep. And then what was his other big one? Gasoline. Gasoline. Oh, that was the of one course. I knew. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, need gas. Going to miss the old gas guzzler, <laughs> Daddy Yankee. Uh, <laughs> boys, do you think he's going to go full gospel or is he going to shut it down? I'm looking. I, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not addressing what you're Let saying. Let freedom <laughs> ring. The gas guzzler. Is that what nickname? Was that a nickname too on there, Frank? No, I don't see gas guzzler. Guzzler. But what I this is a fucking rocky start to the show. But um, I didn't know he he did Despacito too. He was on really? Despacito. Yeah, okay. that's actually like that's a banger. Makes a lot more sense because wow. that was like the biggest song in the world. What did he do for this song? Was he on it? He must have been on it, and that was like an addition different era like Rompe and Gasolina was like junior high high school yeah. for us yeah I feel like Despacito was like what post-college like in the last decade yeah oh yeah like four or five years ago yeah and it's with Louis Fonsi who I've who I've heard of as well but is it like the same I'm like just trying Motion to array, great um I just wanted to see like if it's if it's the same song right it's got to be like with Bieber is yeah, it a different it's, one it's got to be right yeah yeah that's his. It. okay that's his that's oh, his yeah. Yeah, so I think the original was Louis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee. I had no idea. Forgot, really? I forgot he was on this. I like forgot about that song completely. That was like the biggest song in the world. Yeah, that was an absolute banger for a so while. So he was the <laughs> original, and then what? Bieber remixed it? Or okay. was Bieber on the original? Let me back up here. So okay. I'm looking right now. It looks like this is a Louis Fonzi song. Do you guys know who that is or no? No. Okay. No he is. He's a popular artist, and I just, I just know him, but I couldn't tell you shit about him. I just okay. know he's like popular foreign artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's his song, and it's Desposito featuring Daddy Yankee, and then it looks like Bieber hopped on it and took it to the next level there in, we go. in America. Gotcha. Yep, that's gotcha. what I'm seeing. So I had no idea he had his hand in that song, but it looks like he was featured on the original. Um, what would you guys guess um, from CelebrityNetWorth.com that Daddy Yankee's net worth is? I'm going to say high because he has a huge Latin presence, yeah. and there's a lot of countries that encapsulate that market. I'm going to say his net worth, $40 million. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna say I was gonna say less than that. I was gonna say like twenty. Uh, pretty impressive, but it's fifty million. Fifty million. So you guys didn't even go over. Um, and I'm just impressed you guys were even close because I don't know if I would have had like any semblance of like. It's just a been range so long since he's came out exactly. with any new music. So I think I don't know. even understand like what people should be worth though. Right. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know. Like is. I don't know. I don't know how like millionaires, how much they're worth. Right. Like I was just looking this morning. Actually, it's funny we're bringing this up. The top ten like highest net worths of actors in the mm-hmm. world. Number one, would you ever guess it? Fire away. Tyler Perry. Wow. One billion. I mean, it makes sense because what he directs and produces so All much, movies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but like, I would never have guessed that. I would never, he wouldn't have been in my top 10. So then like number, I don't know, somewhere in between five and three was Robert De Niro. Like, what would you guess his number would be? Uh, I'd say De Niro's worth probably what? 300, 350? something. 500. Something. Wow. 500. Yeah. Okay. So the fact that you guys were even in the range, I'm like kind of impressed because I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to begin with that kind of stuff. Right. And for those younger viewers or listeners, however you're uh, consuming, consuming our content, um, Daddy Yankee was the original Bad Bunny. Before Bad Bunny, Daddy Yankee <laughs> brought away. Latin music to America, sandwiched in between Ricky Martin and Bad Bunny, but... Ricky Martin was like a pop star. Bad yeah. Bunny was kind of like a little more rapping, dirty. Oh yeah, pop, yeah. Club no, music. I, I wouldn't put Ricky Martin. No, there. no, yeah, no, 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 no. But he just had that Latin presence that he brought here. So, um, kind of a, a, a like a, a 
odd feeling. I, I feel like I've heard so many Daddy Yankee songs from like my senior spring break. A lot of Daddy Yankee songs. When we went to Mexico, the two times that we went together, a yep. lot of Daddy Yankee. Feel like I've had a Miami Vice to a Daddy Yankee. A Johnny, Ro- what was those? Johnny Rocket? Is that what those are called? Oh, uh, Johnny Rocket. I don't know. Johnny uh, Vegas? Just, Johnny, Johnny Vegas. Vegas. There you go. Johnny, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Rocket. Rocket. You sound yeah. like you're it's 100 like years old. fries and, <laughs> and burgers at Johnny Dude, Rocket. Dude, I, I haven't Miami thought of it. Vice, the Bob Marley's. Daddy yeah, Yankee yeah, reminds me of like LimeWire and Kazaa. Yes. Like that's yeah. what it reminds me of. Kazaa, yeah. whatever you guys called it. I'm not going to lie. Like I completely forgot I about forgot him about him today. Dude. And I yeah. knew two songs by him. I had no idea it was on Desposito. 46 years old. Well, good luck with the Christian shit. Yeah. He'll obviously come back when he needs money. Yeah, exactly. He's passing the torch to now for to, to Bad Bunny. <laughs> Thank God. And I don't know any songs by Bad Bunny. I don't either, besides that popular TikTok song. Right Monaco, now. I Monaco, think it is. Yes. Yeah. That's the only song I know by Bad Bunny. You guys keep me young. Another quick hitter from this week. December 5th, 1933. They, they being the U.S. government, repealed the... Prohibition law, which so, is the 21st Amendment. Yeah, okay, gotcha. They repealed it. Yes, yes. meaning that uh, the preceding 13 years, alcohol, the consumption of it, the sale of it, the transfer of it, the production of it was not allowed in America. Yep. December 5th, 1933, 90 years ago, yesterday, they repealed it, and alcohol has been legal since. So we kind of tossed it around the idea of like, hey, What's illegal now that should be legal? And we're like, hey, we don't want to be MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. Right. Like, we're we're the fizz. We don't really no, yeah, touch uh, serious we're happy topics Maker's like Mark that. Mark came back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watermelon Burnett's. Yes. Yeah, exactly. we, did like a se- we did like a seven-minute Daddy Yankee <laughs> intro. So. so I thought not of what is illegal right now that should be legal, but what are some things in common culture today, Frank, yeah. that you feel should be illegal? All right, so put together the list here. Got a few things. Uh, first one that came to mind was uh, decaf coffee. Okay. I just I don't I don't see any place in the world for that. Um, why why are you drinking the juice without the gas type deal? I don't sure. really get it. Amen. Uh, I'm with I, you. I've never had a decaf coffee. Um, if I'm ever I guess in that mood where I want like a warm beverage that I don't want a ton of caffeine. Uh, you know, maybe like a tea or something, or like just a good old hot chocolate, or like a hot chocolate. Yeah, I'm not having a coffee. 100. percent Yeah, I that's agree. just like I don't. I have no uh, interest in uh, decaf coffee. Like so. a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, that's like, on my you know, list. Like, fuck, you know, I, I was thinking that too, and then I thought like maybe like people who are trying not to drink, but like I just feel like if I wasn't trying to drink, like I'd. I'd, not drink anything I'd probably, that tasted like. Yeah, it. yeah I'd yeah. probably just have like an energy. I'd probably have a fucking coffee. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But no, I don't know. I've not been no down duels. You're not going to go to no duels. Yeah, if that's you're what like, I mean. Like, yeah. what what am I doing <laughs> with that? I feel like non-alcoholic beers like gaining a lot of popularity. Like as of late, like all these places, like Guinness has one out now. Um, well, Bats always Heineken. had. I think they all yeah. do, man. So yeah. like, I we could take this off into a whole nother direction, but yeah. like, I want to. I like want to bring in like college kids because I don't think, and I could be wrong on this, but I don't think they like booze like we do. And I just feel like non-alcoholic beverages and like mocktails, like this is like a younger generation push of all this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know I have like my brother and sisters-in-laws, like they don't, they just like don't seem to like consume like we did. And I have like younger cousins and 
you know, like I've, I've, there's been a few times where I'm like, oh yeah, like you really boozing and stuff. And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that was just me. But I feel like it's like a younger generation thing, but I could be completely wrong. Maybe they're still just getting smacked up there. I feel like they're just and not up there. I'm talking about college. Right, right. And I, I feel like they, they are, but I feel like they're more high maintenance. It's like, do you get a pack of keystones? Were you guys sucking down bush light? It's like, no, we had fucking Jack Daniels. We had Captain Morgan. It's like we were drinking dog shit R &R. for a long time. Rich and rare. Right, yeah. It's Cheap like, and abundant. Like now everybody's like so high maintenance. They're like, no, I got the skinny vodka martini. It's like, how the <laughs> fuck did you afford that? So you're saying I was right last week when people do it for the gram, whether it's chicken and waffles, skinny martini in a can. Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Chandler's always got to make his fucking point, no matter how many, no matter how. You guys remember when I said that six episodes ago? September, remember that? You guys called it a bad take. It was actually a good take, and you're admitting it right now. No, but, I don't know. I just, maybe, and this could be wrong, because I feel like we sound like maybe like old men, but that's fine. I don't really care. You didn't fucking drink how we drank. Yeah, right. You weren't drinking how exactly. we fucking drank. Remember, like, listen, look how soft they are. Listen how soft they are. They're drinking their apple teenies and all that. I mean, we still had like stupid girly beverages back then too, but I just yeah. feel like they look different, like UV blue. And, and it was like a gold bear and gold, gold for logo. Yeah, well, those <laughs> <Got> were. banned. <laughs> yeah, see that, okay, that's more of where I'm kind of, I think I'm going. Like we were the generation that like, we didn't develop it ourselves, but like we were the, the market that they made for the loco price. for yeah. now it's a buzz ball. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a we went from four loco to a buzz ball. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. Maybe I'm just way off on that. But yeah, so decaf coffee. I'd All get right. rid of it. Decaf coffee, non-alcoholic beer, Lou. I'm gonna go with the hard hitter here. Uh, anyone that hangs a ball sack from the hitch of their truck. Dude, you don't do that? You of all people should be doing that. Anyone driving around with a ball sack you hanging truck down nuts? from their truck? <laughs> They're truck nuts. That Grow up. That should be beyond illegal. You are... No. There's no hard disagree. sense of yes, humor that that should be illegal. Dude, I'm actually shocked you don't have nuts on the back of your car. What'd you call them? Nut? Truck nut. Truck That's nuts. what they're called. Both okay. of you need to read a book or like hang out with like grittier people. They're truck I'm getting nuts. getting old. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Truck nuts are an American pastime. And you are people, they? I've never No, seen you should have them, dude. I'm sickened, actually. Truck nuts. You're, ta you're saying the generation behind us is soft and you're saying no more truck nuts? Fuck you. <laughs> Keep the sacks off your hitch. No, dude. No, let, I disagree. Let me go in the same lane, no pun intended. I'm going to I'm going to keep the transportation subject alive here. Michigan left turns should be illegal. They serve no purpose. Get to the fucking light and turn left. There's no reason you need to go through the light. Turn around, stop at the light, then turn right. If you can't make a left with two lanes coming the opposite direction, you shouldn't be on the road. Michigan left turns, pff, illegal. Why do they exist? Do you know? Did I, I, I you look at the no supplement? idea. I do know they why actually they increase traffic so flow? They have, they have them for when it's winter, it's slick out. You can drift around your turn. So Chandler, not familiar with Fast and Furious, apparently, <laughs> All right, can Toretto. drift. He has zero skills behind the wheel. Those are there specifically so you can get a nice drift and then clutch into third, fourth gear without even slowing down. Is and that real? Th no. And this guy, <laughs> this guy is talking about how truck nuts are immature. And then I actually he fucking think, Tokyo drifts for left turns. I actually would like to get back to the truck nuts if we could. Um, I think they should be bigger and made of metal and drag across the concrete. So when guys like Pizzo are drifting, they drag across the concrete and they, they shoot spark. up. They shoot sparks. 
<laughs> and that's how you fucking set the tone, which you know nothing about. Oh Frank, what do you got next? All right, next one. This one's really been grinding my gears lately, and this is like old man shit, but I don't really care. Um, <clears throat> there's this new thing with like Spotify and how music is shared and how it's all the internet and it's all how many plays and streams you get uh, and how often it can be repeated. It's sub three minute songs. I think sub three minute songs should all be abolished and illegal because now music is just like, they're just releasing songs as quick as they can and they're under three minutes because the algorithm tells them they'll get more plays and then more plays obviously equals more money. Uh, and there are so many songs that like, they just need like a fucking bridge, one more verse and a final chorus. And they just don't do it cause they're lazy and they want to stream and all that. Listen to all these new fucking pop songs that come out. They are all Jack sub- Carlo's new sub- song. It's fucking two minutes and 12 seconds. Yep. Yep, it is perfect for TikTok. Yes. Perfect for Channy's yes. Instagram posts. Yes. That's why they do it. Yes. Do it for the gram. And it's so dumb. It's like, at least like, I don't know, fucking. We're like Eminem used to have like six minute songs where he'd tell you. His like story. intro was like two minutes yeah. and twenty seconds. So yep. sub three minute songs. Illegal. Like, Make them illegal. I like that one, Lou. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, a pet peeve of mine here is whenever you go out to eat with like a group of people or you know even maybe just your significant other and you ask the waitress like, oh, what would you order or order me something off the menu. That should be fucking illegal. Look at the menu, figure out what you want immediately, and fucking order it. They, they, that person doesn't know what your taste buds are feeling that day. Get what you want. Don't fucking ask them to bring you back something that they like. Fair so, enough. So what level are we talking about here? Like felony, misdemeanor, or like citation? Uh, I'm going to say not quite a felony. Yeah. We'll give it a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. Yep. I, I gotta, you, got me, you got my brain spinning here. I got to piggyback off of that. Go ahead. Fire yeah. away. I think... I, I'll give like a, some relief if you're at like a super fancy restaurant, you know, and they got shit on there you can't pronounce or like sure. you're spending a ton of money. Sure. This, it's fine for this scenario. Half for, not in English. Yeah. So for the scenario I'm about to explain, it's just fine, but it should be illegal at like a fucking Coney Island to, to send the waitress away when she asks if you're ready. I think like you, like, I hate when you're at a place you've been a thousand times. You're at like a, you know what, you know what the fuck you're getting before Anything you Anything new there. on the menu? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> meltdown, meltdown, meltdown. No, but like if it's expensive <laughs> restaurant, that's fine. You need some more time. That's okay. But like, if you are at a place you've been at a bunch of times, they come by like, Hey, you guys ready? And it's like, we need a minute. No, that should be fucking illegal. Where are they, what are you doing? Yes, I agree. So you got to know what you want. No outside opinions at a restaurant. That's the fizz. That's what we stand for. Correct. I mean, yeah, or just like, you know, like what's the worst that could happen? Like if you're at a Coney Island, what's the worst that could happen if you get the honey or the chicken sandwich or the burger or the fries? Like, what's Not the- much worse if you purposely ordered it. <laughs> That's what I mean. No. How hard are you going to miss? I agree. I agree. Let's switch it up. We're a sports podcast. Uh, Thursday night football should be illegal. The product that is put out on Thursday night football is gutter trash, i.e. the game that's going to be on tonight. Steelers and Larry left hand at quarterback versus Patriots and Patty Pudwacker starting at the other quarterback. <laughs> this game's going to suck, and every Thursday game sucks. Why? It's the NFL. It's a physical game. You're on a short week, and you throw out a terrible product. Illegal. Roger Goodell, make it illegal. The only Thursday games of the year should be on Thanksgiving and in Detroit. Preach. The only reason I like them is because I always have hockey on Thursdays, so I don't watch the games. Um, I just bet on them and then, like, refresh when I'm done and see if I want to like, bet. Oh, hopefully I won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a little treat. We yep. don't, you catch kind of, like, the last drive. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 
Let's the, go one more round. How about that? I got a bunch. Man. I, yeah, Let's keep for rolling. sure. Let's keep rolling. All right. So next one I got is um, it's really been grinding my gears lately. Watching these NHL games, the ads on the helmets and the ads on the jerseys. Okay. We're not Europe. We're America. We can afford it. We don't need these fucking ads. And I want to look in the camera. Which one, Mike? This one or that one? This one I forget every week. America! I want to say this right now. If Champagne ever gets to the point where we have this kind of cash flow, I am going to pay for the ads on the helmet and the boards all year round to just be fucking normal. Like, I will put the Detroit Red Wings logo back on the helmet, like the, the script logo. Won't even put Champagne logo, nothing, but you'll know that we paid for us not to have ads anywhere. And... Good shout out to the Detroit Red Wings for not putting an ad on the jersey. They're one of the only teams to keep the sweater, sweater clean, um, and they better keep it clean because I will go nuclear if they put an ad next to that wing wheel. We get to that level, I might be rich. Yeah, I think you know the <laughs> digital boards they have for the hockey games. Yeah, like I would just make that like I don't know local art or something, white. or just keep them white, just <laughs> yeah. like yeah. make make them all dinged up, <laughs> just like just like Stevie's face, like just like copy and paste it all over. Would the you boards. Would you rather give up naming rights to arenas, like and give up uh, like Avicii Arena, but you have the ads on the the? I don't care or? about arenas. Okay. I just don't. I don't know. Th those ones don't bother me. There was never a world where it was ever going to be Gordy Howe Arena. Yeah. Those right. ones I just. It's get. always been fucking. But, but I just think ads. like the helmets and the players, like that's like. It was always sacred ground that you never touched. Yep. And that, like, I hate seeing. Dude, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs have TikTok on their helmet. TikTok. And then they have milk on their jersey. Like, if it was truck nuts, would you be okay with that? I'd be very okay with that. But I'd want like a detailed I'm logo. I'm fine with milk, but TikTok the, is too far. No, the milk's kind of tight. Yeah, yeah but no. But like, on the jug too. Dude, there's like, and remember when the Pistons had, I mean, the NBA's, you know, whatever. But I remember when they had Flagstar Bank? Like, it yes. just, it's so shitty to me. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I agree. Lou? I'll keep it in the sports realm here too. Uh, I got a sports one here. Golf. All right, so you're out golfing with a couple people. There's nothing worse than when somebody in your group or somebody that you're riding with shows up and they don't have fucking anything. They're like, hey, you got an extra tee? You got any balls? You got a glove? Can I get an extra beer? No, fuck off. Come prepared. You knew the day before that we were playing golf. You got no tees. You got no balls. You got no beers. What the fuck you come out here for? Get your own shit. I agree, and we all know those people. In our, it's the same. We're all thinking about yes, somebody. The same perpetrators, time in, time out. Yep. Rats. We all know them. Rats. We all know them. Well, uh, my one, um, this is a, a little more uh, serious, but maybe not. State-by-state state laws. And what I mean by this is my dad lives on the border of Indiana and Michigan. You cannot buy marijuana in his town, yet you drive five minutes into Michigan, you can buy marijuana and drive it back with no it doesn't matter there's nothing at the border of the states it's it's literally just principle so i could i could be a mile in off the indiana border not be able to buy weed i go two miles into michigan i can buy weed and bring it back over i have a fan duel account i'm going to florida next week what the fuck am i going to do when i want to put in action down in florida next week i can't put it in because the state of florida doesn't allow fan duel or sports betting down there so state by state laws are fucking stupid do everything at the federal level what i can get high in michigan but it's worse if it's in indiana and while i'm at it why is marijuana a schedule one drug mdma heroin ecstasy lsd those are schedule one drugs and so is marijuana that's fucking illegal yeah 
Well Hell said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I agree with you on the on the FanDuel thing. I just went through that in Jacksonville. I'm like calling my buddy at home. And if you log in, if you try to log into your FanDuel account while you're in Florida, and then they try to log in for you in Michigan, you get locked out and they can't lock in because they're like, oh, we already saw your location was down in Florida. Wait, yep. really? Yeah, yep. that happened to me when I went to Ohio or whatever uh, the year prior. So this year when I went down there, I'm like, don't log into the account, called my buddy. I said, hey, put this, this, and this in for me. Yeah. And it was all smooth. But if you log in while you're out of state yeah. and then send it to somebody that's back home in Michigan and they try to log in, they're like, no, fuck you. We know you're in Florida. I uh, I didn't know that. I, yeah. But I normally, before I go anywhere, I just, I have a guy and we have like an understanding, you yeah. know, and we Venmo each other and that's, you know, yeah. that's that. Pro tip for anybody that's traveling, make sure that you know that if you are trying yeah. to gamble, you're going out of state that doesn't allow <laughs> fan duels, uh, DraftKings, points bet. Make sure you got a good buddy that you can trust. So stupid. Bring them up. The only way I'll disagree with you, Chandler, on the state thing is like I feel like nothing would ever get passed, like or agreed upon, like at the federal level. Is the only thing I can think of. Like I don't think we'd have pot or gambling here in Michigan. Uh, so at least I'm grateful that like we have that here. Yeah, true. For That's sure. All. That's I just I don't like I think things just take too long. And, like electoral like, college. Just, there's too many people. All right, yeah. <laughs> the guy who said let's not make it political. <laughs> I'm over here like three minute songs. He's like schedule one. What state do you think is blue that's gonna go red this year, folks? It's like let's look at the polls. All right, I got a couple more hockey things because I don't know. I just started like spiraling. Um, one thing that should absolutely be illegal: uh, the parents and the children should be arrested all at once. The whole family. Um, I don't care how old you are. I don't care the age. Roller hockey bags uh, should be illegal. I don't care if your kid is three years old. Uh, he shouldn't have a, a roller bag. Like the backpack ones? All of them. Yeah. All of them. Just carry your hockey bag. It is a rite of passage. It's how it's part of the game. It's your equipment. Take care of it. Haul it in and out. Cherish it. Believe in it. Become one with it. That's your armor. Don't wheel it behind you. Don't have your mom wheel it behind you. Um, no rolly bags. Rolly bags are abomination to the sport of hockey. You're not going to see anybody in the NHL with a fucking rolly bag. No, you're no, not. No, you're not. I'm going to I'm going to end my my list on this one. Smokeless restaurants should be illegal. Bring back the smoking. Fuck, now we're Waft talking. it over from the smoking <laughs> section into the non-smoking. Why do you think we all have strong immune systems? We got that secondhand smoke blowing in through the big boy cafe buffet. Yeah. yeah. You know, I I if you want to light up a heater, you can light it up. What, you're smoking a vape like it's that much better in a restaurant? Allow heaters back into restaurants. Those are the good old days. And if you want to smoke, sit in a fucking different section. Planes. And I'm not a smoker. Yeah, one up it. Let's bring it Planes, back on airplanes. Movie theaters. Yep. Amen. Hell yes. Public, Amen. public transportation. Done. Do it. Why not? Why not? Agreed. All right. Well, if we were running for... Um, if we were running for office, our campaign would um, run on decaf coffee, non-alcoholic beer, mm -hmm. truck nuts, mm -hmm. Michigan left turns, yep. sub three-minute songs. No, no, no. It would be like four-minute songs. Okay. Like we, all our songs would be four minutes long. That, that's right. They require a bridge and three chorus. We sure. would always ask what to order at restaurants. We'd love Thursday night football. And uh, we would have no ads on our apparel. Pisa would like lend out golfing like supplies at all times prior to the round. 
state by state laws would rule the country. Yeah. And Frank would be rolling his hockey bag in. And if you know you want to visualize that, just go see him in his beer league on Thursday night. I kind of lost track of what you're saying. Is this all the things we would <laughs> not want to happen? I kind of mixed it up. Yeah, yeah. I kind of yeah, I was kind of lost there. I, like our America. The was, things that we want illegal: decaf coffee, non-alcoholic beer, truck nuts, Michigan left turns, sub three minute songs, asking what to order at restaurants, Thursday night football, ads on apparel. Golfers without gear, state-by-state state laws, and last but not least, roller hockey bags. Yep, yep. I still have two more. Honorable mentions. <laughs> uh, the Canadian National Anthem should be sung at every hockey game, regardless if there's two American teams playing. Show oh, some respect wow. to the okay. birthplace of the sport. and that what song, up, brothers and, up north? And that song slaps. Okay, I love the Canadian National Anthem. should be sung at every hockey game. Um, and then, Pizzo, I think you might agree with this one. Uh, if you start a brawl in hockey after a clean hit, like, everyone on the ice should get a penalty. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm with you on that Because I feel like watching the NHL, now every big hit of fight starts. Yes. And it's like, dude, he no. was clean. Right. Yeah. You didn't, like, smoke him from behind or, like, elbow him in the face. It's got to like, be egregious. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 100%. Right. Yeah, a couple other ones I had is, uh, this is a common one. People, when the plane lands, they stand Jesus. up in the aisle right oh, away. Oh, no, that should, that's, that's a felony. That is a fucking <laughs> felony, first degree. Like, where the fuck you going? Yes. You don't stand up in the middle of the aisleway like you're going to, like, the bridge ain't even connected to the plane yet. That's you, death penalty. Are you fucking sprinting off the plane? No, like, pe- no plea deal, no parole. No, absolutely yeah. not. It's, it's, yeah, and it's expedited, <laughs> top of the list. And then you see dead. him trying to squirm, like, aisle to aisle to, like, jump ahead before the person, like, in dude, that I aisle it. gets out. It's like, no, dude, fuck you. Like, unless you're, like, going to, like, the hospital because somebody's dying or your wife's having a kid. Like, sit the fuck down. Dude, yes. I wonder if any day, one day, they'll they'll make it so, like, you control when you leave. Like, we could go out the side. Like, we all have our own side door. Yep. I wonder if that'll ever happen one day. Probably yeah. won't. Probably, probably not safe. Shitty. <laughs> Shitty. They should just open up all the exits. That we should have led with that. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, nothing. I'm I surprised that nobody had that. I had that as, like, kind of my back burner because I felt like that would have got brought up. But, like, that's, like, it's public enemy number one. Yes. You're right. just you're just a piece of shit. Yeah, and then I have like uh don't not putting cheese on your burger. That's fucking federal. <laughs> yeah. Um that's that a crime. That's not a crime. having NFL games on Christmas Day. NBA is not doing it for me. Never Get has. NFL on Christmas at least one game. And then if you order a steak that's like a 60, 70 or plus steak and you get it well done, like Ugh. fuck off. No. That's that that's, that's the bad. one. It's really that, bad. That, that really yep. stings there. So that's what I got. I think yeah. my favorite one wrapping this up was the truck nuts. Yeah. I think that really hit home with me. Because I think it just shocked me that yeah. Pizza was anti-truck nuts. <laughs> I, know, like, I hate when I see those balls dangling on the freeway. I'll tell you that right now. Buddy, I am going to zip tie some to your car before the end of this year. I can't fucking wait. New skin, old balls. Gross. Anywho, speaking of old balls, um, I was trying to switch that into like the Red Wings and Kane being kind of old, but I think he's going to be a jug. So I don't know. Let's just get into the Red Wings off a shitty transition. Um, the Wings have me in a fantastic mood lately. They have won six of seven, the latest coming last night in Buffalo with a five to three victory on the road. Patty Kane did not play in that one, but the biggest news today, Patty Kane is scheduled to play in his first game as a Detroit Red Wing. Tomorrow night in Detroit, seven o'clock versus San Jose. Is that our jug of the week? That's the jug. It's got to be the jug. That's of the, the week. absolute jug that of the week. That is the jug of the week, Patty Kane. Dude, can't wait to see him. Obviously, I've been like completely excited this whole week, uh, and it just happens to be like the wings are completely buzzing. I have a theory that he was ready to go last night in Buffalo, but wings were like, "Hey, we got Buffalo. Why don't you open at home?" 
and versus the Sharks, who happen to be dead last in the whole NHL. Yep. Why don't we get you at home Thursday night, worst team in the NHL, get you loose, maybe pump one in the back of the net in front of the home crowd, and uh, you know we'll wait a night. Because he was eyeing Buffalo, but I think they wanted him to open it Ignorant, non-hockey nut question. They have a starting lineup. I know they line up for the national anthems on their own blue lines. Do they introduce the players, though, at the start of the game? Yeah. They yep, do. They do. Do you think he will be starting tomorrow for us? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It'd be kind of a kind of a silly move if he wasn't, yeah, I think. Right. And just real quick, too, for all the listeners out there who are like, what the fuck's a jug? Like, we say jug a lot. A lot of people may not know what that is. Jug referring to juggernaut, referring to the top dog, referring to the absolute fucking boss of the day. That is the jug of the day. That is the juggernaut. A wagon, a king. Yep. There's a lot of different phrases. We use jug. And that could change in the it could change at any time. Correct. You go in phases of like the phrases we use. Yes. Um just wanted to break that down real no, quick. No, no, I appreciate that. People need to know. Um, but I think, you know, the listeners I would hope have picked up on that. Even 100%. if they didn't know it stood for juggernaut, I think they knew the phrase we were just even like using. Jug. Yeah. Fucking jug. I'll be honest, like first couple episodes I didn't know, and then it like clicked. Like, oh, it's fucking juggernaut. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But speaking of jug, the fucking Red Wings right now are sitting, I believe they're jumped up to second um, in the Atlantic. They were third. I think they jumped up to second. Either way, they're like second or third in there. Yeah, they're second behind Boston. Okay, cash. Mm -hmm. And I think this is truly the happiest we've been as Wings fans in over a decade. And it's happiness on a bunch of different levels. Like one, obviously we're happy with this winning streak. That's very fucking exciting. Three in a row. Yes. Uh, Three in a row and six of seven. Only one loss to the best team in the NHL since coming back from Sweden. Uh, So we're excited about the current hotness the current win streak we're excited about the new players the new player that we got patrick kane we're excited about the guys that stevie signed so we have like immediate happiness right there and then you look at this roster and it's young it's hungry there's still guys coming up in the system we got patrick kane who is talking as confident as you a player could be coming off this hip resurfacing surgery saying he's ready to be become one of the top five players in the NHL like he was. So the long-term outlook of the team is also very promising. This is truly the best we've probably felt as Wings fans since I can pinpoint the exact moment, since we had a 3-1 lead over Chicago in 2013. 3-1 series lead over Chicago, and then they ended up storming back, winning 4-3, and then winning the Cup. And then from there, we've just steadily fallen into the abyss until Iserman came back. Only took a decade, right? So where, where are you guys at? You guys obviously follow it a lot more than me. I remember before the season, you guys are like, we're making the playoffs this year. Like that's, that is the goal. That is the expectation. We're nearly a third of the way into the season right now. We've added Patrick Kane. We've seen our young guys perform at a high level to bring it Larkin, et cetera, et cetera. Where are you guys at now? To me, Hearing you guys talk, I feel like playoffs is a foregone conclusion. It's a an absolute disaster if we don't make the playoffs at this time. So I would agree. 24 totally games into the season, where are we at right now with the wings and where you expect them to go in this final two-thirds of the season? 
So I got I got kind of two ways to answer. One, I got like numbers. I got like by the numbers, the okay. stats. These are these are I just looked these all up at moneypuck.com. And mm-hmm. this is like interesting. This is all math nerds doing this. So go. right now where we stand at second in the Atlantic with the points we have with the games played from historical, yada yada yada. The wings have an eighty-two percent chance to make the playoffs. Woo! Okay, so let's make the playoffs. We are currently pacing one hundred points. Woo! Like one hundred, one oh one. I think the number was like one hundred point eight. So if you take that number and you compare it to what what happened last year in the Eastern Conference? That puts us at like the five or six seed, okay. which is which is great. But also the East had like Boston, who is historically good. Like the East was just so goddamn good last year. If you if the season ended today, the Wings would actually be the three seed. Okay. So how that pacing is like how that adds up, I don't I have no fucking Boston, clue. Boston Rangers us. Yeah, uh, okay. flip that. But okay, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yep. it's Rangers, Rangers Boston, Boston us. us. Yes. Gotcha. Um, so. Uh, to go even further, to win the division, to win the Atlantic, which like seemed like a pipe dream before the season started, uh, we have it, according to this moneypuck.com, we have a twenty three percent chance, which is like, I mean that's big, yeah. I think, <laughs> which is like Sounds larger larger than I thought. And then this number blew my mind. To win the cup, we have a five percent chance, um, which is just like let's not get our head too far in the clouds. But um, that is like a number that I thought was bigger. I thought that number was bigger than um, I would have thought it to be. Yeah. So where I sit right now, I, I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself as I'm super fucking excited. Like, I still am not putting in my – like, the three seed right now seems high to me. Mm-hmm. It's a long season. Uh, right now, like, we've had some goalie trouble, and now our third stringer, Lion, is playing out of his mind. Like, it's something we got to figure out. We're blowing leads, like – we we've scored five goals in our past three games, but we've blown a lead and like had like an overtime game with Montreal that should have never went to overtime. Buffalo should have tied the game yesterday. We should have never given up the, given up those leads. Yeah, that was way closer than it should have been. Yeah, so there are things that like need to tighten up and and things need to be fixed. So there's like we're just kind of outscoring. I mean, think of the Lions type deal. Yep. Um, it's almost kind of like how I feel about them. You know, it's like. I think the Lions are a very, very good team, but like you know, there's a couple of flaws that like probably won't cut it in the playoffs slash a seven game series. Right, yep. and I think the biggest thing too, looking at the Wings, you know, from a thousand foot view, is we're still missing that like physical aspect on our team. Like, yes, we're piping goals. Goaltending has been okay, but like we don't have those bruisers or those guys that are playing at a high physical level, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you need in the playoff. You watch playoff hockey compared to regular season hockey. It's a hundred miles an hour. Every battle in the corner, there's bodies being blown up. There's fucking gloves throwing off. Like we're still missing a little bit of that element. And that is the piece that scares me the most going into the playoffs uh, when you run into teams like Florida, like the Bruins, like the Hurricanes, uh, the Flyers, I guess you could even say. Did you say Florida? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kachuk is like, you know, like that guy will single-handedly beat your team up. Correct. Yeah. And he's shown us that. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, yeah, I totally agree. So I think to start the year, I said the Wings would be like right around 93, mm-hmm. 94 points is what I believe I said. Um, I definitely like would – that a hundred number is I think like where we want to get. I think that's a little bit of a, I still think that might be a little bit of a stretch, but if they keep this pace up, like who, like who's to say, but I'm just trying to temper expectations because it's really hard not to like be super jacked. Like I said, it's the most excited we've ever been. We're on this huge win streak and like Patrick Kane is added to that lineup tomorrow, which is just so crazy to 
think 100%. about it. 100%. And we're fucking scoring how many goals a game? Last like, three games, we've had five. That's And like each. that's all we were asking for after last year. And there's guys like Fabry, Rasmussen, Debrinket still putting up points. Like Larkin. All hot. these guys that, that you didn't really, you know, you expected them to play well, but like people are just stepping up when you need them to the most. Dude, and I got to talk about like Fabry. Like I, I'm so like proud of him. He's had three ACL tears, and he scored without a doubt the goal of the year for the Wings. Yeah, maybe maybe of the NHL. But he versus Chicago, he had the nicest goal of the season. He's absolutely on fire. He scored again last night. He has like seven goals in his last ten games. Add three assists. He's got ten points his last ten games. I'll be honest. I thought the guy was just cooked. Three ACL tears, that's insane, and yep. he's playing out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. So we like where we're at right now. We've got a young team. We've got guys who are still in Grand Rapids, right, that either may come up this year, later in the year, or potentially down the road, two, three years down the road they come up. Do you guys think we're in position to start making trades this year? Like we saw it with the Lions where we're like, eh, they didn't make the move because they were building for the future. They wanted to keep their draft capital. Steve Eiserman's been very patient throughout the last, what, six years. Um, do you see them making a move? Because let's be honest, hockey's way more open once you get into the playoffs than any other sport. And I think it's by a very wide margin. So do you think it would be in our best interest to try to go for it this year? Or do you think you say, hey, just let's trust the Iser plan. He's already done it. We've already done the heavy lifting. We've already taken probably our biggest leap season over season this season. Let's just let it play out here over these next three to five years. Um, I would say he's going to let it play out over the next few months and okay. see exactly where the pain, like where, what needs to be addressed. But I don't think, I don't think in this moment, if you asked him, he would be honest. This would be my guess is that he would just say like, I can't answer that question. Like I'm always open to everything, yep. but I want to see where it goes. So like you look at last year, right? We had, we were in the playoff hunt. We it looked like we could be like a seven, eight seed and we go into Ottawa and we get our shit kicked in. He fire sales the team yep. 24 hours. I remember we were at real team recording that day. Yes. Yep. Right. And, and they got, and we were like talking about like, there's no way they're losing two in a row. And yeah. they got shit pumped. We was, checked the score. It was like four, nothing in the first period. Before notes. I got to the freeway, yes. it was, it was, it was fucking done. <laughs> yep. And Iserman said, okay, we, we, fucking suck. I'm fire sailing this team. I think that's going to be kind of what he does. Like he's put it in the position. He sees what's going on. If we're keeping up this pace come the trade deadline, he absolutely will address whatever the issue is, whether it's goaltending, whether it's defense, whether it's the like third line, whatever it might be, he'll absolutely make a move this year if it makes sense. Cause I know on the defensive end, there are healthy scratch a and sitable and movable pieces. Like, yep. I mean, he signed Petrie, Hall, Sherratt, like these guys are like, you know, he, he, he'll bench them if, yeah, if, if they can get yeah. something better. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't think he's going to sell the farm for say, but like if there's a, an opportunity to get a, a body that we need and fill a hole on Without the team, I don't think that there's any reason why we wouldn't make a move if we're one of those top three or four teams in our division. And I think there's a bunch of reasons to do that. One, uh, you know, he wants to show the team that, this is for real. Get the kids, the playoff experience. And like if Patty Kane's having a good year, like you want to prove to him, like you're staying here for yep. two more years. Cause our window is opening up yep. and you want to give Dylan something back too. the guy's been here for a while. He hasn't really had much to show for in the offs or in the, in the postseason. Like, dude, we got fucking, we got weapons. We're scoring at an alarming rate. There's no reason not to keep our foot on the gas and press it down a little bit more without a doubt. And I think that's how 
Stevie will do it. I was still trying to look to see if Larkin ever played in a playoff game. I don't. I'm not. I seeing, don't think he has. It's not has coming he? up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the the pole string response to any young star in Detroit oh, playing in a playoff. No, game no, no. He played. No. Right. 2015-16 season. Five games played. That had to be the. Um, was that the Boston series? Yes. Think, was it? It had to have been. I think that was the last time we were in the playoffs, right? Yeah, and and we won game one, which like in Boston, right? Yeah, and and Datsuk yeah. had like we had like eleven shots on net. Yeah, yeah, and one of yeah. them was like that miraculous shot he had. <laughs> um, I'm just looking really quick. I wanted to see if I could. Well, um, yeah, no, that was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. One playoff series, and it was his first year in the league. Yeah, I think so. Five games, one goal, minus <laughs> two. 18 pims. Okay. There we go. Why not? Pimp them out. Pimp them out. Um, so, yeah, very excited for the wings. So excited. Uh, excited to see what Kaner does. Yep. And Obviously. It, it, oh, and one thing I want to say about him. So, they ESPN had the broadcast yesterday versus uh, Buffalo, and they did, like, this big, long, exclusive interview with him, and he was all decked out in, like, the most Red Wings gear I've ever seen, and he was wearing the Fanatic stuff, and it looks so trash. But <laughs> sidebar from that, like – he just basically said, like, you know, I got this surgery to return to the player that I was. Like, I'm not here to, like, right. just fuck right around. Right off into the sunset. And right. it was the same surgeon. I don't know if we said this before, but it was – I found out it was the exact same surgeon that did Andy Murray's, the tennis player's, yeah. hips. And, like, he returned to tennis and made it all the way to, like, the Wimbledon final Finals, that year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know it was the exact same surgeon. I knew he got it. I didn't know he got the same one that did it. Yep. So, I mean, they didn't, he didn't, like, fuck around at all. No. He knew if he wanted to keep playing, he had to go to the best of the best of the best, sir. Sir. With honors, sir. That's right. That's right. Well, we got anything else on the, the, the Red Wings, boys? I could go for days, but no, I think we're oh. good. You can catch us at the game next week, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. We'll First Carolina will be, we uh, we'll be in the building. Let's go. Let's go. Um, all right, boys. We're going to go from one Detroit great Steve Eiserman to another Mr. Jim Leland, let's give it up. Big round of applause. Jimmy Smokes. You did it, Jim. Jimmy Smokes. You did it. Jimmy Smokes on his induction into the Baseball Hall of Fame. The I think of all the great players and faces, Dombrowski, Verlander, Cabrera, and the one face that really just gives you the, the image of the Detroit Tigers turnaround from 06 to 2013 to me is Jim Leland, very well-deserved, managed four teams in the MLB, which I found surprising because he managed the Rockies for one year. One nightmarish year. Yes, yeah. one bad year. Um, 700 wins with our Detroit Tigers, Woo. second to him behind the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, but Jim Leland, 1,769 wins in his career, one World Series with the Marlins. It's a shame he didn't win one with us here in Detroit and eight LCS appearances throughout his career. Probably my favorite coach. I know you guys have your, your Scotty Bowmans, and he's well-deserved too. But for me, probably my favorite coach of a professional sports team since I've been a fan of Detroit sports. Yeah, I mean, he's our manager, right? Like yes. Our dads had Sparky and probably a few others in between that, you know, no disrespect, I'm just not remembering them. Yeah. But, like, this Leland's been, like, our dude. Yep. Uh, before 
Leland, like I'm even trying to think. Like, can you name any of them? I'm, I'm kind of blanking on them. Like, Alan Trammell. Well, yeah, that's right. We had Alan Trammell, which was kind of a, which kind of a sad one. Um, um, I mean, after obviously we had like Osmus, who yeah, like, yeah. ruined a bunch of things. But yeah. like, um, Garden Hire. Yep. Oh, Garden Hire. Wow. Yeah, that's right. That's after, I was even trying to think before though. I yeah, remember I'm thinking of like the Trammell. Travis Fryman years and Bobby Higginson years. Like exactly. I don't even remember yeah. who that was at that point. In yeah, time. exactly. But I mean, I mean, Jim Leland, absolute legend. Uh, I thought he was just like the most Detroit manager you could ever have he smoked cigs in the dugout he spoke from his heart he was very emotional you could tell he cared about the game I thought he was perfect to be here especially when Dombrowski was on his bullshit in a good way yep. signing everyone in sight those Illich years only manager I feel like that could or one of the only ones that could handle those egos um and let the and still be a player's coach because that's what he was always pinned up you know pinned you never as. hear anybody say that played for him anything really bad about him exactly and I know he loved like like I said he was a big player's coach and I found this quote um from Calico Joe MLB and uh, a quote from Jim Leland pulled up after I believe like the um Oh, who cares what it's after? But he goes, uh, if you mislead a player, you lose them forever. If you tell them the truth, you lose them for about 24 hours. And I thought that's like a really cool quote. Yep. Because he was always honest with his players. We've all seen the clip of him like yelling at Barry Bonds. Yes. Yeah. 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 Never backing down. A couple things that I, I uh, saw surprising. I forgot how bad the Tigers were before Leland. Mm -hmm. Um 71 and 91 in 05. Mm -hmm. He then takes them to the World Series in 06 in his first season. Then I forgot he doesn't make the playoffs for the next five years that he's manager. With the Tigers? Four years that he's manager, excuse me. Yes. Really? Did not win the Central the next four years, did not make the playoffs after that magical 06 World Series run, which I couldn't believe, but when I looked it up, I that go, is crazy. That's that's wild, and I think why maybe we forgot about it is that one year they lost in game what one sixty three against the Twins. The twins. Oh yeah. my God! Yes, Gerald yep. fucking Laird went over six with six Ks. Yes. I will that. never forget <laughs> that. No, nope. and the only way I'm exaggerating that is if I added one K. It was definitely over five with five Ks. We watched that in the dorms at yep. State. Yes, and my we, buddy threw a chair. We off broke the wall. every yes. chair. In the room, we broke yep. every fucking chair in the room. Uh, didn't Rayburn like fall down in the outfield or something chasing a ball? Remember, Brandon Inge got hit with the pitch. Yes, but he did hit his jersey with the pitch because yes. it got hit with the jersey. Holy that was a crazy game, but that was in his middle of his drought. Eight years as Tiger manager, only under five hundred one time. And this is the saddest part to me: his last three seasons, he took down the AL Central each year and we made the LCS each year and then he retired. Yeah. So when we were getting in our groove between 2011 and 2013, we won the division every year, we made the LCS every year and then like that he was gone into the night. Yeah, we handed over the keys to Osmus and that's when we had the that like fake rotation, that like fantasy baseball rotation. Correct. Yeah. Um we lost in 3 to Baltimore. Um yeah, man. I love Jim Leland. I remember him like you know like crying and stuff like have you seen the clip of uh like verlander avoiding him coming off the mound yes because verlander's all pissed that he got pulled out of the game yeah yeah and then uh so then after the game the reporter like asked leland like oh pretty comical moment verlander's avoiding you coming off the mound and he just like barks like barks <laughs> back like you might have thought that was comical i didn't think that was comical at all i thought it was pretty unprofessional he's like all right jimmy 
<laughs> One of the other moments I always remember from him too is when uh, we were playing in, or the Tigers were playing in Yankee <laughs> Stadium, not us. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the national, he's bitching at the umpire, and the national anthem starts, <laughs> and he stops the whole thing, puts his hand over his heart, a legendary, waits for the whole thing to end, and then right as soon as it stops, starts ripping into him again. Yes, yes. God I've, bless America. Got tossed yes. out. Yes, sorry. No. But yeah, that was that was always a memorable one. And then I saw a funny thing on Twitter today where they were they were at an away game and he they everyone got checked into their rooms. He went back to the hotel like concierge and was like, Hey, I just want to let you guys know that whoever was in my room before me was smoking in there. So if it smells like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And then yeah. he went back to the guys and he's like, That's how you do it. That move. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the one of the funniest parts of like Jim Leland as a whole is like he like openly but didn't openly like smoke cigarettes. Like we have a buddy who was a bat boy on all those great teams and like he was like he would just hide right into the the uh, tunnel into the clubhouse and hit a heater. People say on team planes he was hitting heaters. Lou just told the story about like the hotel like it was in open but he, ne- he in the open but he never got busted for smoking heaters wherever he wanted. He Dude, must have knew every camera angle possible where he was like just out of the image dude and what's funny about that is like i remember or i thought i remember like when we signed him i think we were freshmen in high school um when he signed with the tigers we uh like he vowed to quit smoking and abide by the smoking ban in the MLB. Lip and I was like, I was like, did I make that up? Yeah. <laughs> and I literally just Googled Jim Leland quit smoking. May 1, 2010, Leland vows to abide by smoking ban. Like, bud, you didn't. Yeah. Like, you didn't at all. There's 100 pictures of you just. That's hilarious. I remember at, like, the time I was working actually downtown at the Andiamo Riverfront, and he came in for a dinner with a couple people. I swear to God, he had three cigarettes before the appetizers got out. Yeah, good for him. He was just humming. He's like such a true baseball guy. Like that one year in Colorado, uh, I didn't know it either, but I was reading his Wikipedia last night. Uh, Apparently he resigned because he was like, I'm a pitcher's manager and I can't handle Colorado. (laughs) Like that's literally why he quit. Cause he just like, couldn't, he didn't like take the free pass and take the next 500 feet out. Yeah. So wild. He won that one world series with, with Miggy (laughs) too. You talk about things that you wish had happened or that you regret. And like, I think of like the wings back to back against the, the penguins when they didn't win game seven, uh, the Pistons, Robert Ori hitting it over Rashid. I think my biggest regret is Leland Verlander and Cabrera, just not, not getting to the mountaintop and all winning a world series together Yeah, because like that was that was the team yeah. for me. Like that was no question. The, the the franchise that was just in the gutter for 30 years and they came out of nowhere, took the city by storm and had such a long run where they just couldn't cap it. And and, and I feel for him because I feel like he would have been connected so much more to Detroit. Yeah. Jim Leland, that is, if he would have brought home that World Series. Yeah. Oh, I mean, without it. I mean – Fuck the the Tigers not winning a World Series is like its own podcast. Yeah. It's not not its own like individual show. Like it's like we could do multiples, <laughs> but like I mean they win that World Series. Like I truly believe. Um, I, I think there is going to be a Cabrera statue, mm-hmm. but it's obvious. Like it'd be without a doubt if we won the World Series. 
I think there'd be without a doubt a Verlander statue. And I truly believe like you'd see like four of those numbers retired. You'd see like a Pudge, a, a Guillen, an Ordonez, a Polanco. Like I think it'd be like the, that Pistons team, that, yeah. like the Pistons, yep. they just hung them all except Prince, I guess. But um, I, I really, that World Series, I think would have changed like a lot of things. I agree. I agree. Well, another thing that uh, we're hoping happens um, is uh, another Tom Izzo national championship. Luckily, we're a hockey school, top mm. 10 in the nation. <laughs> in hockey, hockey, school, hockey school, most maybe. definitely. But Houston, we may have a problem. Us being Sparties, we're excited about John C. Smith becoming the coach last episode. This episode, we are now talking about another loss bringing us back down to 500 on the season when we were ranked preseason in the top five. Lou, I know your eyes were bleeding much like mine last night. What do you got to report? It's just a, it's a sad day to be a Spartan on the basketball court, boys. <laughs> I mean, you can't really look at the box score and, and think like, like anything else because it's like without Tyson Walker on this team, we're getting blown out by 50-plus Every single game, I can't watch half of these guys play like Cooper, Cisco. We have a five-star forward in Xavier Booker sitting on the bench getting no minutes while we're losing by 10, 12, 15 at half. It's not like we're playing good basketball. We got guys like Holloman getting 17, 20 minutes a game, putting up five or six points. Like, it's insane. Hogard, what is he supposed to be? Like a quick dribble drive guy to the net because he's not that. A shooter because he's not that. A playmaker because he's not that. I don't know what's going on. Jaden Atkins, what happened to him? He's the most hot and cold guy I've ever seen. One game he's hitting fadeaways and three-pointers against fucking James Madison. But when we play Arizona, nowhere to be found. When we're playing Wisconsin, nowhere to be found. It's going to be a rough season boys like I don't even see a glimmer of of light right now I mean it's bad I see nothing I see sideshow Bob and AJ Hogard with that that's what I was thinking fucking haircut that's what I was thinking I don't know if we have the thong song Cisco on our team but I know Sissoko is terrible (laughs) and doesn't have an offensive move to his name um Malik Hall has been here since we graduated from college and he still hasn't done shit and I'm convinced and I mean this Dead serious. If the Fizz crew had one month to practice three-point shots, we would beat the fucking team in a three-point contest. Let's get it going. Because this team stinks right now. This team is terrible, using my favorite word, gutless, and Izzo is doing what he always does. Let's play the seniors. Let's play the seniors. Well, the seniors this year, Tom, they ain't shit. Chalk it up. Get Cohen Carr in. Get Jeremy Fears some time. Get Xavier Booker on the fucking floor. Get Malik Hall out. A.J. Hogard out. Cooper, go to OU. We don't need you. This team's in trouble. This team needs more than just a shot of excitement or a big win. This team needs to learn how to run an offensive set first. And second, they need to learn how to make an open fucking shot. I have watched two games this year. I watched James Madison and Duke. Um, And all I can say is, like, I hear what you guys are saying. I watched those two shitty games. Frankie Hoops jumping in here. 
there is obviously like I am kind of a as far as Spartan fans go, like you guys are putting in the work. You're in in and out every day. I'm kind of like a wake me up in February type guy. <laughs> um, and usually by then, Izzo seems to have it figured out. We do this kind of like kick and scream dance. I feel like in these early months every year. Are you guys saying it's much worse and much different than the usual kick and scream we usually do? Usually do, or are we just are we kicking and screaming right now because we should be? I think it's. I think it is for sure. Like we weren't a preseason rank number three. I've never seen this bad of three point shooting in my entire fucking life. I've seen better shooting at IM West when we were up there, boys. Like it is fucking shameful. And it's like nobody puts up any scoring besides Hogard and Tyson Walker. If you look at every box score of our game, nobody even touches double digits or even fucking close to it. There's no help out there. And we got fucking five stars not playing and we're losing games by 15, 20 points. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. In a world where they can leave at any moment. Yes. Yeah. And why would they stay? Yeah. Like to get yelled at. And then Izzo always does the same bullshit where it's my fault. I should be doing this. Malik Hall had a temperature before the game. I still played him 25 minutes. Meh, 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 meh. Wake the fuck up. Jesus. Yeah. I, I agree completely. And we said it before the tournament last year. Remember when I went off on Izzo and like then yeah. we started laughing about it because we were putting all of our account on yes. <laughs> no, the yes. tournament. Yes. Remember that? Yes, that, I do. The, the one time I was wrong ever on this podcast. Yeah, Jesus. Well, let's just remember, we have not been to the final four since 2019. Yeah. 2019. That's a long time. That's a long time for this program. And we were like, uh, Izzo might not have it. And then we got all excited. I feel like that doesn't sound as bad. We as made you. the Sweet 16 last year. We're acting like we got to the Elite Eight or the Final. We made the Sweet fucking 16 last year. The Sweet 16 is fucking nothing. We beat USC and Marquette. Two frauds last year. We were 21 and 13 last year. We were 23 and 13 the year before, and we were 15 and 13 in the 2020 2021 season. We've had double digit losses three straight seasons, and I'm just going to say it now make it four because with four losses already, there ain't a snowball's chance in hell that we don't lose double digit games this year. Well, like I said, you guys are in there. You're putting in the work. You're grinding. But I just have a, uh, I have a feeling we're gonna be looking back at the tape at this one and being like, all right. I hope we are. I yeah, really yeah, do. I know you. I know I you want do. It. I want to be. I, and I will say, like, I remember the Sparty rant last year, and it's good. It's thought out. But like, we were like. After that rant and how bad we thought that team was, we were, we were ecstatic to be in that Sweet Sixteen. And, we had no business, and we should have. And we should have beat that Kansas State team. That game was like a circus show from them. A hundred percent. And I equate it to the Lions of last year. We had no expectations, so at nine and eight, we yes. were ecstatic. Yes. And this year, if we were nine and eight, we'd be fucking furious. Well, that's yep. how this team is this year Fair compared enough. to last year. And yeah, we we made it in 2018, 2019. But outside of that. That's the only time we've been since 2015 to the Final Four. We're going on a decade with one Final Four. Learn an offensive set. Holy shit. Take off the pads. Take off the helmets. The, the game isn't about rebounding anymore. Get an offensive set. Score some fucking points. And practice some damn jump shots. And if you want to do that three-point contest, we are down. We are down. We are very down. Let us down. know. I will, Hit the DMs. I will make it rain. 
And we'll make it rain. Make it rain trick. Make it rain. Kind of hungry. We good? Yeah, yeah kind of hungry. Okay, eat. cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, burning a lot of calories, uh, screaming about shit we hate. Um, so we're going to do uh, snack time. We're back. Um, before we get into snack time, I thought maybe we could um, start doing this, and I'm just springing this on you guys, but like maybe next time. Let's, bring, let's do like snack news before we get into snack Ooh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and this was actually reminded me by someone here. I forgot who said it. Chani, uh, but McDonald's is bringing the snack wrap back. Oh, okay. snack wrap is coming back, and that eh. I actually said that. No, see, that's bullshit. <laughs> snack wrap is fucking great, but I do have a little bit of bad news about it. It's not going to be here till 2025. Whoa, sick update. Yes, right. <laughs> it's not going to be here till 2025. So I looked at it. It's coming back uh, in a few years or like a year. Um, and I kind of fell down the rabbit hole. Of this article apparently the demand for chicken at McDonald's has eclipsed the demand for beef for the first time ever in McDonald's like business history. Wow. So people are demanding more options for chicken. That's hence the snack wrap coming back. Um, and the snack wrap, do you guys know the, what year would you guess the snack wrap was like abolished? I, I think I know because I looked into it. Oh, oh did you? I have no I think idea. It was 2016. Yeah, right? you nailed it. So, okay. so it got introduced in 2006. It had a 10 year run to uh, 2016, um, and it's been gone ever since. Yeah. So, well, well, can we I go a it. little off topic here, real quick? Yeah. Because you mentioned 2025. I wanted you to just jump right back into Izzo. Yeah. I, <laughs> we'll save that for a different podcast. The why the Tigers didn't win the World Series yeah. and Izzo can't run. I just want you to be like, learn the fucking set. <laughs> okay, go back. But 2025, what's with that? Like they announced this, it's not coming until 2025. Do you see the Grand Theft Auto Six yes, trailer dude. come oh, out? I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. Grand Theft Auto Six trailer comes out. I'm like, holy shit! I look at my wife. I'm like. I might need to get a console. I want to get this yeah. game. Like this brings back the trailer heavy, looks incredible. It looks oh, heavy nostalgia. Yes. yes, yeah. It's it looks basically incredible. Vice City 2.0. Yes. So I'm like hitting, getting heavy nostalgia, and I'm like, I, I might need to get a next gen console. I look getting released in 2025. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, you teased a trailer for over a year out on a video game? So what I heard, this could be complete bullshit, but what I heard was that it got leaked accidentally, like through like some mm -hmm. Reddit stream. And then Rockstar was like, fuck, everybody already seen the trailer. So now we kind of have to come out and say like, here you go, here's the full cup of tea. Mm -hmm. However, it's not supposed to come out for another year. Damn. Yep. yep. I hear it's one of those games where, like, could take up the most space ever um, on your, on on your console. Yeah. So to download it, like, you're going to need a ton of space to download this game. And for anyone who played Grand Theft Auto V, everyone's like, you couldn't even get around the whole map. Rumor has it, this map, this game map, is supposed to be five times bigger than Grand Theft Auto V. That's insane. So, like, you can't even, you might not even see spots of the map. That's how big this map is is rumored to be. Wow. And they're going to have, like, full online gameplay. Like, we can all meet up and do missions together. <laughs> like, I might buy a new fucking console just to <laughs> Me put too. Grand Theft Auto on it and nothing else. Boys, don't worry. Jerry, if you are listening, we're going to have to make some room in the budget. Yes, we need sir. a console <laughs> and a lot of space. Because we're going to be playing that. I'm glad you brought that up, Chaney. I was fucking watching that uh, a couple days ago. how many ago. years has it been? Like, it's like, because I saw some meme that was like... It hasn't, the, a new one hasn't the come one out in a long time. It's like over 10 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Gr wow. 12 years. Producer yeah. Mike. Yep. 2013 was Grand Theft that's Auto nuts. 5. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy. Nostalgic. But I did see kind of like the one of the memes that was like, 
they were really taking their time and studying Florida. And like they showed like all these actual videos next to the game. Yeah, yeah. Like the gator walking into like the Walmart yes. and like the girl twerking on the back of the pickup yes. truck. The guy tatted up in court, yeah. like getting sentenced to jail to prison. Dirt bike ripping down <laughs> yeah. the highway. Yeah, the game's gonna rock. Yeah, that game is awesome. Um so yeah, the snack wrap's back. Um that was like a joke. Didn't land, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be back in 2025, and chicken demand is really up. Anyways, more exciting. We're going to do uh, we're gonna do snack time yes. right now. Um, and what's fun about this, shout out uh, my buddy Joe for hooking this up. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Really appreciate it. So there's this service out there called Bussin' Snacks. They're on Instagram. We'll tag them in this thing. And what they do is like curate boxes of snacks from foreign countries. So they have like all this weird stuff that's not sold here in America, like odd flavors that are big in like Taiwan, Japan, Canada, Sweden, wherever you can think of. Um, so he sent over a box of stuff. So we have a bunch of shit here. I'm just going to reach in and grab one of them. We'll yeah, do, I like we'll do that. Two let's do it. Today. Yeah, let's go let's two. Do two. All right, let's see what we got. Two piece. So random grab here. Okay, I don't want to. Start. Oh, you got the mushroom one. Do you want to do? Yeah, that we got okay, that one. Okay, I was gonna say I didn't, I didn't want to start with this one because most of them are like brands you know. Yeah. They're like weird Cheetos or weird Lay's. This is one of the only things in the box that's just completely in another language, and I have I have like no idea. What they're not is. real mushrooms, are they? We don't know. I don't know. I can't read it literally at all. And there's the one thing is they don't Candy pro- mushrooms fucking <laughs> sweating over oh, there. That's right. <laughs> the one thing is they don't provide like a card of what everything is. Yeah. And this thing is in full. Like I don't want to be like ignorant. Like I just don't I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know if it's Chinese, Japanese, Korean. I have no idea. Um Ignit. So since if people <laughs> yeah, if people are uh listening, the the cover of this it's a little square box and it has like a little skateboarding guy with a bunch of like what looked like chocolate mushrooms floating around his head. Yep. Um, and I would describe like the branding of it as like, like a kid's snack, yeah. like a childish kid's snack. Yeah. So let's see what we got. Let's see what these even look like. Let's bust it open. Yeah. Are we sure they're like not psychedelic? No, I, we're not schedule, sure. Let's hope they are. No, schedule yeah. one. Yeah. I did not. This was like the last thing I wanted to grab. Okay. Yep. Oh, here we go. There's instructions. Oh, guys, they're like, look at, I think they're like little chocolate popsicles. Do you see it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's not even a mushroom at all. It's yeah, it shape. might be chocolate. Yeah, right. so like, there's a little comic in it. Um, it like tells you what it is uh, for the nine people watching on YouTube. Um, here, so let's get some, we'll get some nappies going. I think, give up. us a little more credit. I think we had like 30. Yeah. No, yeah, no, we're getting up there. All right, let's see what's up with these mushrooms. Let's check them out. Let's check them out. You see these things, Mike? We got to like, figure out what they're uh, what they're called here in America. Yeah. Oh, look oh, at those! Wow. Oh, there good. We go. Oh, yeah, they actually do. It's they like a little good. breadstick. Yeah, it looks like a little uh, breadstick with like a Hershey's kiss on top of it. Yeah, this looks good. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a mushroom. No, it's just. Mushroom I think it just shape. looks like it. Cheers! Right, cheers! cheers. <laughs> <laughs> see how these Touch are. tips. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. These are bomb. Those yeah, are awesome. they're really bomb. These are fucking good. They're literally just like chocolate. Bread, mm-hmm. they're breadsticks with a bit of chocolate on. These are good. There's like an American version of these. Yes, it's like I can taste something that like it's like a pillow very, with chocolate inside of them. I know. Exa- I can't think of the name. God damn it! I but it's a very familiar taste. Yes. These are incredible. These, these are, are awesome. good. These yeah. are one of the best snack times. This I totally agree. Mm. Dude, these are good. I you would eat really these good. like I would get these at a movie. Mike, theater. here you got to try one. Oh yeah. 
Let me see if I can find what snack that is here yeah, in America. That's really that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Rating-wise, they're just, they're good. They are really good. This feels like, yeah, like I said, like movie snack. Oh, yeah, all yeah. day. Uh-huh. Uh, After they, a cigarette. So, like, very mini little breadsticks that remind me of, like, Dunkaroos almost. Probably, like, an inch tall. Yeah. What about these things? Yes, dude. Those rock. <laughs> Those rock. That kind of, that's like what I'm thinking of them. What's, say the name of it. It's like pool. Pirulini. Pirulini? Yeah, Pirulini. Is that what you're See saying those, right? Mike? You can get it on the camera there. It tastes <laughs> just like those. Yeah. I mean. These are bomb. This might be the highest rated <laughs> snack we've had to yeah, date. Usually nice we're trying to grab like the shittiest stuff. I'm trying to think. Like, we had those like. What? Yeah, they're good. A nice milk. We had those NBA chips one time that were good. Oh, These yeah. are better. Those were good. These are better. All right, I'm going to start us off. So, we know the rules. You really can't go above a nine because you just don't know what's out there, or if you do. Is that the rule? I didn't know. Kind of yeah, I didn't know it was a fucking rule. <laughs> um, I I so, I'm going to go with eight, seven. Eight, seven for a snack. Yeah, I mean, you took the number literally right out of my head, but since wow. Patty Kane's first game tomorrow, I'll go 8.8. 8. All right. Yeah. These- I'm going to break the rule. I think it's a 9-1. This is an incredible yeah, It's snack. awesome. It's a great fucking, perfect mix We're of mowing chocolate. this down. Yeah, I know. Mike yeah, fucking it's like keeps gone. asking for more. <laughs> incredible. Great. I wish I could tell you guys, like, what the name of these are. They're, like, little two-inch breadsticks with just, like, like a like a mushroom the chocolate right hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't very, even begin to good. sound that out. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, those rock. All right. Shout out Joe22 for hooking it up with the snack. Yes, sir. Jug move. This is the jug of... All right. This is really good. I might right. just try breadstick. Fuck it. All right, we did a chocolate one. All right. Let's go with... Uh, we'll, go with like a, we'll go with like a salty... Okay. Let's go with salty boy. All right. So this was more of like what the box consists of a little more. Um, so this is Lay's, but they're from Thailand. Okay. All right. So looks like a spicy something. Yeah. So I thought it was like kebabs. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like so, a spicy kebab chip. So it's Lay's Max is what it's called. And then I was like looking around on the bag, and it actually tells you right up here. So it's called Lay's Max Ridge Potato Chips Barbecue Prick Pon Fay flavor. Hmm. P-R-I-K-P-O-N-F-A-I flavor. Never heard of that food in my life. Love prick panfei. Right. Oh, yeah, huge on it. Yeah. You guys going to eat? I'm going to eat them. We're not going to clear that Here you go, Mike. Finish off the last shroom. <laughs> Those were awesome. <laughs> Hopefully they're not psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> if they are, I'm not driving, driving home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of have... I bet you these are going to be just good. Like, they're Lay's. I'm interested to see how the Lay's chip looks different from, like, their standard American Lay's chip. You know what I noticed, too? Like, that's, like, inflated on the inside. Like, it's a pillow. It's not, like, Mm -hmm. you can't, like, scrunch it around. See, the thing about these two is, like, the ridges are wider apart than the normal American one. Oh, how does that smell? Yeah. Ooh. Whoa. Mike, chip? Mm. Yeah. Little bit wider on the ridges, not as sharp and jaggedy. Big ridges. Yeah. Big ridges. Big ridges. All right, let's get into this prick pond this fe- These are good. Lay's from Thailand. All right. Cheers. Whoa. 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 Yep. <laughs> Little late kick. <laughs> Little. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's like char grilled. Yeah. I thought it was sweet at the start. Blackened chip. Me. Dude, this is. Yeah, I feel Holy. like this tastes like a kebab. It tastes like a shish kebab, but like a burnt one with a bunch of um, red pepper flakes. 
I mean, we won't be finishing that bag. <laughs> it tastes good on the first couple chews, and then... Uh, I'm going back in. They're spicy. Kind of I might need you. to bust one of these Vosas open here, boys. <laughs> Do it. That's what they're there for. Good. I the like the chip. first bite is sweet. Yeah. All right. I don't know if I like those. So to me, they do taste like right off the grill. Like I feel yeah. like I'm like eating char grilled something, which is kind of wild from a chip. It, and the boys I'm are crying, right, bro. It starts off sweet, <coughs> and then it gets to progressive. Nose, no, it gets progressively hotter. <laughs> like you swallow. Look at this. He's jumping in. Like Osa, he, the drink for champagne, dude. It's like when you get that red pepper flake in your throat. I feel like you're being kind of a candy guy. <laughs> He's literally crying. He's literally crying. For everyone who's not watching. Dude, I feel like I, like, breathed in, like, some of the, uh, the, like, spice package straight up, and, like, it just kicked me in the back of the stro- throat there. Stroke. <laughs> stroke. Yeah, you're stroking out right now. Woo. Cut him some flack. <laughs> um, Woo. I feel like this is one of those where you breathe in through the mouth and then exit, or in through the nose, <sighs> out through the mouth to kind of dissipate the the level of heat. Sure. I thought it was hot, but I don't know. It's not crushing me like, well, you or you really, but I'm normally a candy ass with these. So what are you going to give them? It wasn't good. No, I don't. it wasn't so good. Um, I'd give it like a, I don't know, like a four, three Lou, 3.8. <laughs> I think I'm going to go right, right above there. I'm going to go 3.9. Yeah. Not, not going back for any of those. Never Finished again. off the chocolate mushroom caps. Those will be sitting there. Polar opposites. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had the, the chocolate shrooms, which rocked. Mushroom boy, I have no idea how to say that. And then the Lay's uh, prick pond fay. Yeah. Um, prick the back of my from, throat. Yeah, from Thailand. That was our second one. All right. And we got a whole box of this stuff. So thanks, Bussin' Snacks and my buddy Joe. Jeez. For shooting these over. Um we got some fun stuff in there, so we got some good snack times coming up. Nice. Yeah, I wish there was more of those chocolate things. Those are so good. Those are really good. Those are really good. So um, as you swallow your last bite of Prick Pond Fay chips, um, should we get into the hottest team in the city of Detroit, our Detroit Lions? We talked about them, 9-3, and three, tough win against the Saints, but we're looking forward this episode going to Chicago we played them what now? Four, three weeks ago? Three yeah. weeks ago, week before Thanksgiving, we played them. Mm-hmm. Won a, a miraculous game on that. We go back now to Chicago. We talked about it before the episode. Gentlemen, we have officially entered fingy season. It's cold fingy season. It is. It's Jared Goff, cold fingy season. Everyone should be on high alert. Everyone should be watching. If you see a cold atmosphere and you see those white jerseys, you best believe. Jared Goss fingies are very cold right now, and that's what we're dealing with. Uh, so head into Chicago. Uh, we're outdoors. We're at the Bears. They're off a of bye week. They're mad about the last game. Yep. The line stinks. It's at three or three point five, depending on what book you're on. Scary. There is a lot not to like heading into this week as Detroit Lions fans. Um, I know I'm a little bit nervous. How do you guys feel? I'm a little nervous, too. Um, I think Chicago's pissed off. They've had two weeks to think about this. They've had uh, several weeks since they lost the game to think about this. Um, They've looked a lot better with Justin Fields back at quarterback. Um, And 
you know, again, we haven't played that great this last month. So a little nervous about it. Um, it goes against my rule, inner division home dog, which the Bears are this weekend. And a couple big blows on the interior of our lines. Rag now being out, Aleem McNeil now being out. Um, that has been our bread and butter all season is our line play on both sides. Well, specifically on our offensive side. Um, so to be honest with you, I'm a little nervous about this weekend, and, and I think we could get um, upset here if we don't come in playing the get best game we've played in the last month. Yeah, I totally agree. Hand me, can you hand me that Bosa? I'm gonna, I need one too. The, yeah, the, the candy pun. ass. Okay, yeah. I didn't cry. I literally, I didn't cry. Great candy handling, ass. Handling it like a man. And I'm just promoting our sponsor. Like, of course. I have nothing of course, to do with that's the what print we're doing. Print Ponke, yeah. Um, I agree, boys. <laughs> I, am, I am nervous about this one. Um, luckily the last Chicago bear win or the last one I remember was when they were playing in prime time. They didn't even score a touchdown to beat Minnesota to win that game with our iffy defense, them not being able to score. I think we'll be okay. It's going to be one of those games where we just have to control the clock, run the ball, use the two headed monster that we know and love and just pound the pill down their throat. Yeah. And I think it's like almost as simple as reasons to worry is the defense and the reason to feel okay is let's not forget. We have a top three, top five, whatever you want to say, maybe three offense in the NFL. Say three. Oh Yeah. yeah. You know, um, the, the biggest thing for me, I think, is, like, the pressure on the interior. Like, you kind of mentioned, Chani. I just – it feels like we have three guys stuck in the mud, and then we have the king of the almost sack, which is Hutchinson, the king of the I'm getting held, Hutchinson. Um, and I would just rather send five to six guys every single play yep. and, and get burned uh, off of quick slants and all that, then I would this hour and a half to throw, find a guy 12 yards down the field or scramble for a win. I, I'm dead serious. If we were getting burned off of putting pressure on, I would take it. Right. And I felt like during that Saints game, Glenn was sending five or six to start the game, 21 nothing lead, chaotic, panicking quarterback on the other side. And then we just held back once we got that lead. And then once they got close again, we started sending the pressure. And that's when you saw more chaos happen, better things for Detroit. So, like, I just want to, like, just send more guys if the guys up front aren't doing it. I agree 100%. We got to get the pressure because our secondary is thin, too. Let's just be honest. Gardner Johnson being out hurts us. The rest of the secondary outside of Cam Sutton and, obviously, Brian Branch, a.k.a. B. Dawkins 2.0 Thank per you. Lou. Floor. Floor. Per Lou. Thank you. Um, has played good. But outside of that, our secondary has been pretty thin. So, hey, why don't we alleviate some of that pressure and give them less time to cover guys and bring more heat? So I agree with you on that. With that, we've heard a lot of rumors. You know who I'm going to go to right here. The king our, of the stomp. Our boy, the king of the stomp, per Lou, and Damakong Su wants to sign with a contender. We are officially a contender this year in short Lou do you want Sue back on the squad no brainer no brainer for me boys like absolutely would 36 love him year back. old and Damakong Sue what else do we have Nothing. we got Bruce Irvin out there <laughs> making say, tackles for us, Bruce right? Irvin. Yeah. get him back have. I mean no questions asked why the fuck not I, who cares I agree I'd sign TJ Watt right now like, or J.J. Watt. I was like, same. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> J.J. Watt is what yes. I meant to say. Like, I don't care. We just need depth and something different at the position. Like, we're sad about losing Aleem McNeil. Like, he was, you know, 
uh, Miles Garrett or something right, like yeah. that. Aaron Donald. That's what right. I mean. Like, we don't <laughs> – like, we just need help on that line. You know, I mean, love the Gibbs, love the Gibbler. But, man, the Carter pass up right now, looking tough. It is. But it is also like we wouldn't have this offense. We have blah, blah, blah. But, sure. Um, yeah, I just – I'm nervous about that interior line. And, uh, you know, one of my buddies texted me today, and I, I really agree with it. He's just like, I think I'm just going to have to get comfortable – with the end of this season being 34 to 31 games going one way or the other. Hey, got to play to your strengths, right? Maybe that's just who we are as a team. We have to outscore every team we play. Um, you know, and, and part of me also is just like, this is the NFL. Things change as you go into different parts of the season. You know, like we started hot. Now it's, you know, the defense can't do anything. But like, you know, like I said before, the end of our schedule looks so easy. Now it's like, Oh wow! It kind of looks like the gauntlet. Yeah, and it's like, when are we gonna have that game where it all wakes up? That's kind of my just like hope right now. It's just like this is not forever. This is not what it is. But like, where's that game where we just like you know really like both sides? Like remember the first Green Bay game? Yep. Like that game. That yeah. game was just like we're the fucking Lions. We rock. Well, the yeah. good thing is it's a it's a, a season of runs, and mm-hmm. we've had now an elongated downturn for this team you got to believe they're going to bounce back and what better time to start building momentum than going into the playoffs um i hate to say this though i don't know if you guys saw today i saw sue is is rumored to be linked to the eagles as well no way shocker it seems like they get every fucking guy yeah uh shaq leonard is signing with the eagles wouldn't have hated him no wouldn't have hated him either but um, I'll be interested to see if we get him and what type of impact we can get because I agree with you guys. What do we have to lose at this point in time? Who cares? Absolutely nothing. And you know what, Frank? You bring up a good point. I'm kind of on the J.J. Watt bandwagon. Maybe we can get him out of retirement. Call him up. Why not? Call him up. Why not? Get him to stop tweeting. Veteran presence. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And, you know, it's just you mentioned, like, this tough stretch that I have talked about quite a bit too. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six games, maybe tough stretch, you mm-hmm. know, uh, four and two, you know, yeah. like it's not like it's one and five or anything like that. I mean, we are taking care of business, um, but like, yeah, we just need to see like a convincing one. Need to need it to be a little more pretty than what it has been. Yeah. And you got to go beat Chicago. I don't, give, I don't give a shit. If they're hot. To. I don't care if they're off the bye. Right. You're seeing, you're seeing uh San Fran, Motor forward, you're seeing Dallas do it. I mean, the Eagles are still still the king until they're yep. dethroned. You want to be in that conversation? You got to go beat the last place team in your division on the road. So put it out there. What's your prediction? Um, I just want to make sure it lines up with what I wrote today. Do you have one in your head already? I, I do. Keep it consistent. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. So I'm going to go low-scoring game, a lot of running the ball, a lot of clock management. Lions win the game. 17-16. Whoa. Little odd scoregami action for you boys. I don't think that I don't think a that's scoregami, a scoregami, but, but I appreciate what you were going for. So Lions win scoregami. Bears cover <laughs> is what you're telling us. Yes. Lions win Bears cover. Okay. That is what I'm saying. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying to you. See, I think a lot of people have been confident the last couple weeks in the Lions, and I think this is the week that people are kind of, like, doubting them. Mm-hmm. I think people – there was a lot of money on them against the Saints, a lot of money on them against the Packers, a lot of money on them against the Bears the first time around, and they really haven't played up to it. I think a lot of people, us included, are like, like, where is this team heading? It's an outside game. We didn't look that good against Chicago. Like, that's the narrative they want you to think. I think they come out, and we have a big fingy game here this week. And what do I mean by that? Jared Goff, 
big game. J-Mo, a.k.a. Whammo, big game. Jug of the week for me, Whammo, that nickname rocks. Um, I just, I, and I, I think it's Waymo. It's Waymo, Waymo, Waymo. It's just Waymo. Check I, I, I want to walk you through this because you need to know this. Because yes. if you like the nickname, you got to know okay. it. Okay. So uh, he like used to have Finstas, like fake Instagrams. Okay. I don't, I don't think he has them anymore. No. Um, well, but I, but I could look it up. I got to see if he still has it. But he used to have like a Jameson Williams, then it was Biggs Jamo, and now the Biggs Jamo I think is the real one. Who cares? His Finsta was Waymo Dan you. So like. It's J-Mo, oh. Waymo, and then it's way more than you. Yeah. Waymo, W-A-Y-M-O-D-A-N-U. Waymo, then he has way more than you. So that's my that's my vote for the jug of the week is <laughs> Waymo. Thank you. Um, and uh, I think he has another touchdown this game, and I think the Lions put it to him. I think they're pissed wow. about what they did last time they played him. Um, I have a lot of journalistic integrity, so I never really go outside of what I think is actually going to happen. With that being said, Lions, 34, Bears, 20. Okay, okay. I um, I think it's going to be a closer game. I think uh, there's no way in hell I would ever like predict against the Lions this week, but I think if I was betting with my head from an outside perspective, I would be taking the Bears here, but obviously that's not the case. I have score prediction, Lions 27, Bears 22. But I almost have this vision that their 22 like is a garbage TD from 14, and they okay. go for two and get it. And it's almost like they onside kick with 33 seconds left. And we get it. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Fair. So the, the Lions handled the game. But it's one of those where we kind of let them hang around a little bit, but we ultimately take care of business. Fair is fair. I'm going to get through this, the rest of this NFL section really quick. I'm just going to ask you guys some questions. Fine. Real quick, Frank, are you nervous about the Packers with how good they've been looking lately? I hate to say yes, but if I'm being honest, yeah, I am. I am fucking nervous, and Jordan Love looks really good. I don't even want to say that out loud. I want to sit here and be like, no, he sucks. They stink. I hate them. But they look really good. Okay, fair enough. Lou, who do you want to win this weekend, Dallas or Philadelphia? Dallas will tie Philadelphia if they beat them this weekend. I want Dallas to win that game. And looking at it from a long view, Mm -hmm. I would rather play Dallas indoors on the road if I'm the Lions in the playoffs than travel down to Philly and play the Eagles outside. Okay, yeah. Okay, Frank. Better rivalry this last decade. Seahawks, Niners, Bills, Chiefs. Uh, Bills, Chiefs, without a doubt. And basically that that one game to end all games, the one where the Bills were going to the Super Bowl if they could hold on for yeah. fucking 13 Gabe seconds. Gabe Davis had like 57 touchdowns. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yeah, um, that I the Bills, Chiefs has been electric over the past few years. Both those teams play in the late slate on Sunday, so it's going to be a heavy action Sunday slate. Final question to you, Lou. Would you rather watch the MHSAA D5 final or Steelers <laughs> Patriots tonight? MHSAAW D5 final than Steelers Patriots. I'd rather stab myself in the eye with a pencil. Fair is fair. You got to hear these quarterback matchups for the week. I would I know, love to. I know you've all seen this tweet, but <laughs> it, ha- it has to be read. <laughs> Let's People hear have to it. Know. This week's likely QB, QB matchups are horrendous. Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky. CJ Stroud versus Trevor Simeon. Obviously, that's CJ Stroud's great. Uh, Bryce Young versus Jameis Winston. 
Baker Mayfield versus Desmond Ritter. C.J. Beathard versus Joe Flacco. Gardner Minshew versus Jake Browning. And Dobbs versus O'Connell. What happened to my NFL? Holy hell. League of quarterbacks. That's insane. That is terrible. That's almost half the league. It's Yes. It's, I mean, that's so many start. The only st- starter from oh, – there's two starters in there. Oh, no, three, I guess. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Baker Mayfield. Those are the only starters from the start of the season. A lot of injuries. Yep. And I guess Dobbs was, but for a different team. Right. Yep. Right. If, you're, if you are gambling on the Patriots-Steelers game, make sure you call the 1-800 number um, after. Yeah. Check in somewhere. Sleep in a padded room. Correct. That being it. said, I'm going to take no team for three consecutive scores. Book it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's NFL. Do we want picks? Do we have picks? I'll do picks real quick. I have picks. Let's do quick picks. Okay. I'm going to do a quick pick here. I'm going to ride them. I think they've been good lately. I love what I saw last Monday night. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals at home against the Indianapolis Colts getting one and a half. Colts have won four straight games. Jake Browning looked pretty good on the road against Jacksonville. Jamar Chase, huge game. T. Higgins is back. Joe Mixon staying consistent, running it on the ground. I don't know. I feel like the Colts are due for a letdown, and I feel like the Bengals are a better team than we're giving them credit for. Give me the Bengals plus one and a half at home. I like it. Uh, I'm going to take the big dog in the afternoon, one of the big dogs, uh, and I'm going to take the Eagles. Give me those points at Dallas. Um, I just feel like Dallas is still trying to clear that hump, Um, and whether the Eagles win outright um, or they do lose, I believe that they cover with that hook on there. Okay. Three and a half Eagles at Dallas. Wow, okay. Uh, C.J. Bethlehem or whatever the fuck his name is. Bethlehem. (laughs) Traveling to (laughs) Cleveland. Jags, that that team's so fucked. Give me the Browns minus three. I'm going to make it quick and easy. They're not going to do anything against that defense. They're going up to fucking Cleveland. Fingies are going to be cold for the Jags. Cold fingies. Give me Browns minus three. Quick and easy, quick and easy. Got to be careful with quick and easy and uh, fingies when you're talking Browns. Frank, what's, what's the thing we hate betting against? A interdivision home dog. And? Um, uh, West Coast team traveling to the East Coast that's playing at 1 p.m. There we go. Well, I'm going against our rule this week. I see that the Los Angeles Rams are plus 7.5 at the Ravens. I don't know. For some reason, Rams have been playing good. They just keep games close. I don't know if they're going to win this game, but they're getting a touchdown. Stafford's been playing well. Their receivers, Nakua and Cup, will keep them in the game. Give me the Rams plus seven and a half. That line also looked delicious for me, and then I did like a, like a, because I saw the the time of the game. Um Excuse me. Also, a lot of people uh, very like nervous, and I was surprised at how nervous people are to like see the Rams in the first round. Because yeah. like the way it's shaken out is like we could see the Rams at Ford Field with with Stafford. Oh and I, I feel the like NFL is begging for that to happen. I, yeah. Is that really scary to you guys? It's not scary. I, like I just don't okay. want. I, I don't want Matt Stafford being the first game coming back here. And if he beat us, I mean yeah. that would oh, like God. really suck. But I do have confidence in us beating the Rams. But I get it. I guess I get it. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like say Stafford's not part, that like that story is not part of the equation. Like I don't think the Rams freak me out that much. You think Kelly would come on the pod if they were here that week? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, we could do snack time. Cool. Fun. Yep. Anyways, uh, I'm going to take 
This is this game stinks, um, and I'm gonna have to call the number like you mentioned. Um, I'm gonna take the Panthers getting five points at the Saints divisional game. The Saints are a terrible team. Watching them up close last week was disgusting. Law of averages. The Panthers got to keep it close. One of these games, five points seems like a lot. These two teams stink. Let them stink it out together. Panthers plus five. Nice. I'm going to go with a little divisional action here. Bucks visiting the Falcons. Must-win game for both teams. Atlanta seems to be the team that's in control of that division. I think they squeak this one out against the Buccaneers. Give me the Falcons minus one and a half at home against the Bucks. And we need that for our boy, Yodi. Yep, yep. We need the Falcons. So yep. if you're watching, just just root with us. We've got a big futures bet. Falcone. And we need the Falcons to win the division. Falcones. All right. Jerry sent over under uh, as a buzzer beater. I you know, just got the email here. Wow. So we wow. appreciate you, Jerry, sending these over. Good stuff. Um, number one on the list, I'm going to start with Channy Football. Snow Cummings in college or high school? Snow Cummings. I, I don't remember Snow Cummings, really, to be honest with you. I don't think you. we did them. Or um, I don't remember doing no. them. I don't remember doing any, to be honest with you. That's three Definitely different. not in college. No, buddy. Um, maybe in ninth grade or something. <laughs> you eating the pork and parfait You or went whatever. back to that? Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. a little chip. <laughs> you uh, went back to the chip confit, or what is it? <laughs> pick pick oh, on me. Man. Snow Cummings are overrated. Uh, yeah, three different high schools, too, and all three of us have no idea what this is. So yeah. we're just... We're just like an old podcast now, I <laughs> yeah. think, dude. Different snow coming. Yeah, we were dressed up for snow coming at Michigan State. Yeah, we all got dressed up and took each other to the rib. Overrated. I don't know what these are. Yeah, I didn't do them. Overrated. <laughs> nice, Jerry. Jerry's coaching a JV high school team. He's like, what were some cool things I could, I could put on this list? And he's like not telling that one dad who like he's trashed like three times. All right, number two, me. GTA, the video game. Fuck yeah. That way, Jerry. Um, underrated game rocks. I mean, that was like the most, that is the most controversial video game, I think, to ever hit shelves. Yep. Uh, I mean, that was like parents were fucking yes, losing their yeah. minds. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Underrated. Yep. hundred percent underrated San Andreas vice city. GTA three was the first one that I really started playing, uh, four and five, obviously excited for the new one. Great game, underrated. If I could pinpoint one thing in my life that that opened my eyes to a lot of bad things in the world, I would say it was Grand Theft Auto Vice City, underrated. There's nothing like playing that game for the first time and being like, oh my God. Bro, like even just the stupid shit hours. of just like I can yank yes, this guy yes. out of the car. And, and then I like, knew like I couldn't, I like, wasn't allowed to play it at the start. Yes, yes, yes. Good shit. Number three, uh, Lou, Dennis Rodman, over underrated. Dennis Rodman, icon in the NBA, underrated, brought a lot of good things, fantastic player on the Pistons, very controversial, controversial, um, awesome, yeah, underrated. Uh, I have uh, a lot of the similar sentiments for him. Let's remember, Dennis Rodman is a Piston. He's not a Bull, he's not a Spur, he's a Detroit Piston. He was a, a, a big part of our bad boys in our back-to-back championships. And guess what? He went to North Korea and he sat down with Kim Jong-un. Very few, if any, people on this planet have done that underrated. 
You guys are talking about Dennis Rodman. I have a Dennis Rodman Pistons jersey. I love Dennis Rodman. If you guys watch the ESPN 30 for 30 on Dennis Rodman, it's one of the best ones I've ever seen. He is one of the most unique individuals to ever be a part of professional sports. When he was in Detroit, he was a hard worker, hustled, all of that. That never changed throughout his career. It wasn't until he got to Chicago where he really started dyeing his hair, acting all nuts, going to Vegas. Dennis Rodman is a jug. The guy dated Madonna Amen. at his at her peak uh, during while playing with uh, Michael Jordan, won championships with the Bulls and Pistons. His numbers in the rafters at LCA right now. I love Dennis Rodman. Iconic, iconic athlete. Underrated. So he get, he had Madonna and Carmen, Carmen Electra. Electra. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And he was like... That was prime striptease Carmen Electra. <laughs> yes, that was pinup Carmen. Yes. He was hitting Vegas in between games, bef yes. coming back before practices. Yep. They let him... Have you seen the documentary? Yeah, Zen Master allowed yeah. it. Yeah, they let him go on like a bender to like get it out of his system. Yeah, an absolute Different God. world. Yes, absolute Unreal. God. Yes, he rocks. He rocks. Uh, number four... Channy, uh, Tombstone Frozen Pizza. So back in the day, I, I can say I consumed a lot of Tombstone Pizza. With that, though, over my years as I've matured, I've become a pizza connoisseur. And Tombstone Pizza does not do it justice. A, I can make a better pizza at home myself. B, get your lazy ass off the couch and go get a hot and ready because that's better than a Tombstone Pizza. Tombstone Pizza stink overrated. Dude, I couldn't agree more. I mean, like Tombstone is the absolute bottle bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yes. And when when the hot and ready came out, it was like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why would I ever ever do this? There's a little Caesars around every corner in Michigan. Yep. There's no reason to ever make yourself a Tombstone pizza when there's hot and ready near you. The only one on par with that, I think it's called. Isn't there like a Jacks? Yes. Yeah. There's a Jacks that is just as trash, overrated. And I'm not above these shitty type foods. This shit got me through college, but there's no point. Overrated. I disagree. You guys are fucking nuts. There's nothing wrong with taking out a frozen pizza at fucking 1 o'clock in the morning. Do you go to Little Caesars at 1 a.m.? No, because they're fucking closed, okay? If you want to have a pizza at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning coming back from the bar, I'm more of a Red Baron guy myself. No disrespect to Tombstone. However, uh, I'm not better than a Tombstone pizza. I have no problem taking down a Tombstone pizza. Underrated. You're an old man. It's called Grubhub, buddy. I don't got to fucking fish something out of my freezer. I fucking get an app to bring it to my house in 10 minutes. Nope. I think it's crazy that the same guy Wrong. arresting people for truck nuts <laughs> is on board with Tombstone. Keep Nothing, up. Nothing. The math ain't mathin', as they say. He asked the waiter if he liked Tombstones. <laughs> <laughs> what do you recommend? Number five on me, I think. I always mess this yeah. up. Uh, wife swap the TV show. Um, I've never watched this. Uh, the whole concept of me of it seems ridiculous. Uh, I can't imagine ever doing that. I mean, what? I, and they're not they're not like swinging. What a dumb show! I'll yeah. never watch this show. I've never seen it. The concept sucks. Overrated. Like what? Yeah, I agree. If you sign up for something like that, you might as well call it cuck swap. Um, <laughs> it's an absolute <laughs> sin. <laughs> Like some other guy hanging out with your wife for a weekend, plugging her up while she's making him dinner. 
Cuck Swap 2.0. Underrate or <laughs> overrated. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I thought he had the ultimate curveball at the end. <laughs> no, man. Some other guy plugging your wife. She's making dinner. Underrated 2.0. Yeah. Not talking about wife swap on Pornhub, Lou. Like, you're messing it up. Uh, I, I've never even watched it, so I don't know how it could be underrated, overrated. Yeah. Yep. With a thud, Jerry. With a fucking thud. Cuck swap? Do you watch that show? your wife. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> cuck swap coming to Fox 2. <laughs> Fox 2. <laughs> That's, like, the news channel. Um, but we news. are the news. Yeah, we are the news. That's what we tell everyone at Tailgates. All right. Well, that was an exhilarating uh, show. That was episode 131. Uh, we got everything that's illegal. We went from truck nuts to Asian snacks all the way to uh, Cuck Swap 2.0 on Fox 2. I just wanted to make sure we were all lined up there. All right, everyone. Well, we have no Sunday show for you this week. Um, maybe start whittling these down to Wednesdays. The Wednesdays seem to... Seem to hit a little harder, yeah. hard. especially because you guys are out fucking <laughs> ringing the bell till three in the morning every Saturday, which happen. I respect, which yeah. I absolutely yeah. respect. Um, thank you all for listening to episode th- uh, 131. The best thing you can always do for us is share this with a friend, post it on your story, let people know this is the new podcast you're listening to. Follow Champagne Athletics everywhere. Go check out the store. Uh, and hey, go Lions, go Wings, go Caner, and we will see you next week. Go Detroit. Peace. <laughs> see you. Ha <laughs> ha